I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This is Computer Talk with Tab, hosted by Eric Semmel of Tab Computer Systems. Interact with Eric and his guest by phone at 522-WTIC or 1-800-966-WTIC. Email them in the studio at gethelpattabinc.com or get help anytime at computertalkwithtab.com. Now, here's Eric. And good morning. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Bob. And we're going to be here till 11 o'clock. Feel free to get online, 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. You can follow us on radio.com. And uh, also, if you want to follow us on Facebook, we do have a Facebook Live running over at WTIC's Facebook page. And uh, you can chime in there. Let us know where you're listening from. It's kind of cool. And uh, any comments you put on there, we might be able to bring up any questions. Feel free to to put them there as well. We'll try to get them on the air as well. So as usual and customary, Bob, we usually do some technology uh, news. You got anything you want to bring up? Yeah, I got a bunch of them, actually. All right. I got a bunch of them, actually. Sorry about that. FCC gets tough, tough on China amid security concerns. Yeah. The agency says that all, U- all uh, carriers that get U.S. government subsidies and use Chinese telecom equipment must replace their gear. So the U.S. uh, Federal Communications Commission on Tuesday ordered broadband and wireless companies in the states to remove all equipment from Chinese manufacturers such as Huawei and ZTE that Mm -hmm. could could pose national security risks. It also affirmed the agency's designation of Huawei as a national security threat, and the agency began a process to revoke China's telecom authorization to operate in the U.S., the moves are all part of a greater effort by the United States government to crack down on China's role in U.S. telecommunications amid worry that equipment and, or services operated by Chinese companies with close ties to the Chinese government could be used for espionage against Americans. Yeah. And so there's more in the article, but... Did they do anything about dating congressmen? <laughs> no, I didn't get anything on that. No? Okay. Yeah. Just checking. I wasn't so, sure if that was part of their requirement. You well, know. yeah, and they've also uh, <laughs> allocating $1.6 billion promised in legislation that became law in March in order to pay for the equipment um, removal and replacement, if you will. Gotcha. And so that's all in this article. It's well worth reading. Yeah, well, it's good news there. I mean, we, we really should be thinking about this. We spend so much time on security, right? We're, we're spending a lot of time with our manufacturing clients on security, and just to have just to have the technology then flow through Chinese hardware that could possibly be stealing information is seems kind of silly to me. In other news, uh, this is kind of something funny that Bob found that I really like. Uh, intense, full-face, blanc mask filters the air and hides your identity. So basically, you can kind of look like uh, Daft Punk 
they had that faceless robot look uh, a little while back. And uh, basically, it'll cover your face and give you a full air filter so you can be fully COVID safe. Uh, and it's creepy. You can almost, it's almost like a Mandalorian-style thing here. Um, and you can actually go ahead and, and buy one. Um, if you're interested, There, there's a Kickstarter going out there. These are $79 masks. You're completely faceless, so you can walk around in complete privacy. And, of, of course, completely safe. Oh, believe it or not, they actually have a Mandalorian-style one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I mean, you know, we're getting kind of crazy with our masks, so why not put one that looks like you're wearing an egg with a visor through the middle like the Daft Punk guys and uh, keep yourself safe uh, with nice fresh air? I mean, if you're walking in, in Los Angeles, maybe it'll make it, make it better well, anyways. they come with those replaceable uh, HEPA filters. Yeah. So, you know, they keep you safe from the uh, COVID virus and, as well. Yeah, and smog. So we'll, <laughs> that too. we'll put a link up there for you to take a look. Take a look. What do you got? What else you got, Bob? Okay. Um, most of you uh, out there may or may not be old enough to remember the Zodiac Killer. Oh, boy. Okay. But the Zodiac Killer message, known as Cypher, or three, as the 340 Cypher, solved after 51 years. Yeah. So this guy, without the use of computers, figured out, you know, uh, he was murdered. He murdered at least five people in 1968 and 69. Mm-hmm. And he wrote uh, a, um, a message in uh, encryption to the San Francisco Chronicle. It was a letter to the San Francisco Chronicle, and it was uh, it was uh, encoded. Right. And it's been 51 years, and they finally broke the code. Right. And this guy didn't have a computer to do it with. So right. yeah. you know, anyway. And to it write was, it, you mean. To write it, right. Yeah. So it's uh, a three-person team seems to have unraveled a previously unsolved cryptogram from the Zodiac Killer, who killed at least five people in Northern California in 68 and 69. Yeah. The coded message known as 340 Cipher, because it contains 340 characters, was sent in a letter to the San Francisco Chronicle in 69. Mm-hmm. It's... Part of it said, I hope you're having lots of fun trying to catch me. It reads parts of the message, according to Dave Oranchek, a member of the team that cracked the cipher. The message also references not being afraid of death, and uh, but doesn't offer a, up a name or obvious clue as to the identity of the Zodiac Killer. Oranchek on Friday posted a video on YouTube explaining in detail how he and other members of his team, Sam Blake and Jarl Van Ick, solved the cipher. Nice. Their discovery, which was reported earlier by the Chronicle, was sent to the FBI earlier this month. On December 5th, 2020, the FBI received the solution to a cipher properly known as Z340 from a cryptographic researcher and independently verified the decryption, mm-hmm. said the FBI in an emailed statement. The cipher was first submitted to the FBI laboratory on November 13th, 1969, but not successfully decrypted. Until today, until recently. Yep. Nice. So, yeah, 51 years. So that uh, Zodiac killer was... Had quite a code. Well, he was pretty smart, apparently. And yeah. he used to taunt with these with these encrypted letters. Yeah. You know, he was taunting the police to f- come find him. I don't think they ever did. I don't know. I don't now know. I'll have to Google that during yeah. the break. <laughs> <laughs> In other news, Microsoft warns of... Androsic malware, and it's basically infecting thousands and thousands of PCs, and it's doing it to insert ads, but it's also doing it to steal your your passwords out of Firefox. So the, we talk about um, OpenDNS all the time, but what happens here is if if you don't if you're not using a safe surfing 
DNS, like we've told you, you could inadvertently inject this malware into your system by just, just surfing away and clicking on an ad. It injects the malware into your computer and then will force you to do the, you know, to, to, to kind of head over to these sites and they get money for your viewing these ads, right? And of course, while they're doing it, they're going to steal some of your Firefox browser credentials, um, which would give hackers obviously more access to do damage for you. So again, this is a great example as to why you should be using OpenDNS to surf. Um, you can't just be surfing on the internet without any kind of filtration in place because you're going to end up at some malicious site. And they, there's thousands of these sites. In this case, they uh, they observed that this threat was hitting 30,000 devices every day. That's pretty uh, powerful uh, malware. And uh, very hard to get rid of. And uh, we'll put a link here as far as more information on it. So you might you might even have it now. Who knows? Um, but, but please consider using OpenDNS. It's a safer way uh, to surf the Internet. And you'll have less chance of having this type of malware uh, hit your system. I also wanted to, before we go to our, our break here, wanted to bring up that we had the uh, Tab Christmas party last night, the famous Tab Christmas party. Forty of us got together. A little cramped and tight, but we were able to uh, enjoy adult beverages and uh, and uh, honor one of our fallen uh, technicians um, who we lost this year. Uh, not not due to COVID, but it was tragic nonetheless. And uh, we were able to honor honor him, um, uh, Brian Ferguson, and uh, get together as a as a group and have a Christmas party. And yes, before you call Lamont, it was via Zoom. We're all crammed on our little monitor screens. We weren't physically touching each other. Um, Nobody got uh, a ticket for driving under the influence. No, yeah, because nobody safe. drove. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> so it was a great it was a great Christmas party that we always have here at Tab, and and uh, we were able to, like I said, honor one of our fallen, and uh, also honor some great great folks at Tab, and and thank our the business owner at TJ uh, for uh, being a great boss too so we're going to step out for a quick break get to your calls comments questions uh, we're going to be here till 11 o'clock feel free to get online 800-966-WTIC 522-WTIC we'll be right back And we are back. Gary Hilly for you. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Bob. And Bob is Bob Shorey, one of the MCSEs at Tab. He comes in and helps me out with your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. Get online for us, and uh, we'll do our best to help you out with those questions. And also, while we're waiting for your calls, I want to remind you, it is the season of the holiday store. It's a virtual holiday store uh, this year, and uh, we've made it very easy for you to give. you got to text WTIC to 41444 and basically when you do that you'll get a link and then you can go ahead and make a contribution and this year i mean you, we we say it every year that you know it's a a year that folks are in need but this year is really really the case um and you know that already so if you can if you can help uh text wtic to 41444 to support the uh salvation army and wtic's holiday store uh, let's get right to your calls. We're going to go to Tom in Harrington first. What's going on, Tom? Uh, good morning, guys. 
I got a question. Um, because the Patch Tuesday update, um, I was looking at my settings to delay it for seven days. Mm-hmm. And in the course of doing that, I noticed there's a link to update to 20H2. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I'm kind of curious. Um, do you recommend doing that, or should I just stay with the current version I have? We're a little conservative uh, when it comes to your home stuff, right? For businesses, we're a little different. We're going to try to have them be more up to date for security reasons. But if we can avoid breaking your system today, you know, I mean, we load H2 in our systems, right? Oh, yeah. 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 Um, but, you know, for your home, I would say if everything's working right now, put it off. Let let others be the guinea pigs because... Microsoft has a history of trouble with their updates. Well, I was reading an article. I was reading an article about the updates, and um, one of the things that Microsoft has figured out is they can figure out an algorithm on the older computers, yeah. whether or not they have some sort of a driver or application uh, conflict with the newer uh, update. So what they're doing is uh, some people are not being offered the uh, 20H2 or the 2004 update. That's smart, finally. Yeah, so... <laughs> That's great. If you run Thanks, win- Microsoft. If you run Windows Update and you see you're at 1909, right. and you don't see the option for the 2004 or the 20H2 update, then don't look for it. Yeah. It'll come. It'll come eventually. But <laughs> when then they it- fix it. Yeah, right. Well, that's the thing, right? So then they're saying you're not going to be compatible. They're probably like taking a survey of to how many systems so, may not operate after they do this upgrade. If you go out and do the Windows Update Assistant and download that yeah. on that page before you download it, if you scroll down a little bit, it'll tell you all the things that they've got they found conflicts with. <laughs> so maybe it's a good idea not to push it. Right, right. Well, I've got a. 2004 right now. Um, uh, if you want to know the rest of the numbers, I'll tell you. That's no, okay. I looked at CNET last night just to get a feel for what this was about, and most of the stuff they mentioned I don't use. You know, a lot of it had to do with the Edge browser. Yeah. So I didn't really see any big advantage, but then again, you know, the update's been out for what six weeks now. Yeah, that's probably about right. But uh, speaking of the Edge browser, Microsoft pushed me out an update on my computer that I go to Netflix with, yeah. and I was using the Edge browser, yeah. figuring that not using Chrome would have less trackability. Well, guess what? <laughs> they broke it. It won't play Netflix anymore. Great. <laughs> and he's a geek. Yeah. <laughs> So we're all in the same boat when this stuff happens, and that's why we're going to tell you to tread lightly. So it's up to you. I mean, you can update your system and hope all goes well. It looks like you're compatible based on what Bob has said, um, so it should work. But to your point, I mean, if you're just going to update it for some benefits with Edge, I would tell you to delay. Okay. Um, that's just my my approach. All right. That's what I thought, too, but I don't understand this the way you guys do it. That's why I wanted to check. And it's still Windows 10. Yep. <laughs> and it doesn't flavor. work all that great anyway so i'm kind of hesitant every time we have to do these updates i hold my breath uh, welcome to our world yeah they yeah. rearranged the furniture a little bit more in uh the h2 i've noticed that when i go to get to uh certain things like uh you know to configure my networking i now have to do more clicks than i used to yeah. to get there so always improving <laughs> always improving always improving right <laughs> exactly Exactly. So, yeah, be be careful, Tom. Okay. Yeah, I think I'll just avoid it then. All right. That's a, not a bad idea. No harm, no foul there. Okay. You guys have a Merry Christmas. Yeah, you, you too, too, sir.
Okay, bye-bye. Bye. We're going to go to uh, Jeff in Norfolk next. You there, Jeff? I am. What's going on? Good morning. Morning. It's uh, still white here in Norfolk. The ground is covered. Yeah, you guys are the icebox of the state, right? We are. We are. <laughs> hey, I've got a an outbuilding barn, and it's about 300 feet from the house, and right. I'd like to get Internet or Wi-Fi service out there. And I was wondering about extenders or some way of doing it without having to actually dig and bury cable. Right. Yeah, we have a good way to do that. Um, Ubiquity has a great solution. Um, it's a point-to-point wireless bridge, and okay. I can put the link up there. We use it in our business environments uh, often enough, and it works really uh-huh. well. And uh, it's not too expensive either. Um, it's all relative, though. It depends on what you're looking to spend. But I want to say you'll probably spend uh, four to five hundred dollars. But it's a lot less okay. ex- less less intrusive than digging holes and running pipes and what have you. Exactly. <clears throat> and, and you said it's ubiquity. It's ubiquity. Yeah, ubiquity is a a good business grade brand of uh, wireless access point. Um, and uh, we'll put a link up there for you on the exact uh, wireless bridge that I'm recommending. Okay. That'll do it. And, um, go ahead. In installation for a non-technical, real non-technical person. It's not too bad. Um, just got to read the, you know, read the manual. But the, but you know, you're a non-technical person, right? And you know, my my uh, condensate pump on my HVAC unit at home stopped working. Yeah. So of course I buy a new one, and get it all set up, plug it in, and uh, it doesn't pump. <laughs> Water's still coming out the top of it, brand new. I'm thinking it's a power issue. I, I'm banging around trying to figure out what the problem was. Well, of course, if I read the manual, I would have noticed there's a little cardboard thing protecting the float switch, right? Oh, so guys, even guys, I'm big on manuals. So it, it, I exactly. That. I figured I know what I'm doing here. I'm just plugging in a pump. <laughs> well, so I go back and read the manual and. Lo and behold, hey, buddy, take out the little piece of cardboard. So my point is, anybody can do it if you read the manual. Read the flipping okay. manual, as we say in the IT world. We just okay. use a little more colorful language than that. <laughs> I worked in industry. I understand that. All right. <laughs> all right. I appreciate it. Have a happy holidays to all of you. Yes, you too, sir. Thank you. Yep. Uh, we'll put a link up there for that wireless bridge. Again, you're not going to use that in most instance, instances, but for his solution, believe it or not, that wireless bridge could go miles. <laughs> he said he was, what, 300 feet? Yeah. So he'll, he'll, he could go miles with that, that thing. That's an excellent solution. Yeah. Um, oh, by the way, in uh, the classes that I teach, we use uh, Factory. Read the Factory manual. Ah, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> Close enough. Yeah. Uh, so as we wait for your calls, uh, feel free to get online, 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. I know why you're all not calling, because you're texting for, you're texting w, text WTIC to 41444 is what you're all doing. Um, so I understand that. So make sure you go and do that and support the Holiday Store and uh, support the Salvation Army. And the money's going to be going to the folks here in Connecticut, right? It's a local thing. Uh, which is great. Uh, that's, what, that's what 1080 is all about, is being local. So uh, if you want to know where your money can really do some good, please text WTIC to 41444 and uh, help those in need. We're going to be here till 11 o'clock, 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. Get online and uh, 
We'll be ready to take your calls after the news. Everything we're talking about is posted live by Mike G over at computertalkwithtab.com and over on our Facebook page as well. If you follow Tab Computer Systems on Facebook, we'll be right back. are back. The lines are wide open. You guys obviously are out there Christmas shopping and doing your thing, which is great. But feel free to get online, 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. Bob and I braved the frozen fog this morning. Actually, it wasn't that bad. Uh, <laughs> I woke up this morning. It looked a little scary. I don't know about you. I'm like, oh, great. we got to drive drive to the hermetically sealed studios here in East Hartford. I didn't <laughs> have any shop. fog in my, in you my town. Not in Bristol, no. No, oh, right next door in Southington. We were foggy. Well, you know. I don't know. Maybe it's <laughs> this just is New thing. England. You yeah, know? that's true. It yeah, can yeah. rain in one town and be sunny that's in the true. next. That's true. So while we wait for your calls, get online 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. We'll do our best to help you out. I want to bring up this in the news. Um, another H-1B visa issue. Software contractor accused of favoring foreigners on work visas over Americans agrees to cough up $42,000. Um, the Department of Justice is uh, one, is going after these folks, and they should. Um, Icon Systems in Texas, a Texas company, come on, guys, what are you doing? Uh, settled a lawsuit that accused it of illegally discriminating against American programmers. So the reason this really, really, really gets under my under my skin, um, not just because you know we should be hiring American workers first, because you can find some great foreign workers. Don't get me wrong. I have no problem with foreign workers. It's great. But you shouldn't be favoring them. And the only reason they do it is because they can pay them less, right? Uh, under the H-1B visa system, they become kind of indentured servants. And um, the the other thing that really gets me is that we, I've got kids in college. Now, none of them are going to school for technology. I know you'd think they would, but I, I kind of let them choose their own paths. But I know how much it costs to educate a person to be in the IT world, you know, 50 30, 60 grand a year to become a programmer of some kind or, or a, uh, any kind of IT worker, and you don't want them? You don't want, our, you don't want American IT workers because you can, you, you can abuse the H-1B visa system and get someone cheaper? That's awful. That's well, we creepy. want people in this country to spend a quarter of a million dollars on their education right. and then make force them to go work at McDonald's serving up burgers. Well, that's the thing. <laughs> I mean, if you do, if you take a look at what the, I, I saw, I saw something on the news that STEM folks in the STEM field, like twenty-five or thirty percent of them, aren't doing anything in the STEM field. Maybe because we're taking H-1B visa workers from other countries because they're cheaper. Maybe that shouldn't happen. Well, they can't find them. I, well, they're, they're all too busy working at fast food joints. Yeah, in this case, so so this, in this case, the way you're supposed to do H one B visas is you're supposed to post a job. But there's actually consultancies out there, and we played this back a while, many years ago, where there's actually consultancies out there that'll, that'll actually help companies hide the jobs from local workers, American workers, so that nobody applies, and then they can say, "Oh, nobody applied. Let's go find somebody." In this case, Icon Systems posted at least eight job advertisements that explicitly stated it wanted to recruit foreigners on employment visas, such as H-1B visa holders, rather than U.S. citizens. 
I mean, they're not even hiding it anymore. They're like, we don't want to hire Americans um, because we're more expensive than the H-1B visa technology. This whole H-1B visa thing needs to be fixed. Uh, and again, we, it's great to have foreign talent come in here. We want the best and the brightest from, from the world to come to America. That's a no-brainer. I want that. But not because you don't want to hire the best and the brightest Americans. <laughs> I mean, that doesn't make any sense. Um, you understand how all this works, right? You know, we need workers to pay taxes to keep the com to keep the country going. I mean, I understand you want to get them cheaper, and of course, if the government's going to make this loophole of of cheaper H one B visa workers, I understand there's there's the desire to do that, but it's it just seems un American to me. Um, I don't know. Well, if and if they can work remotely. From another country. <laughs> yeah. Well, then they're not going to pay any state and local uh, income taxes, are they? <laughs> right. And then they don't have to pay holiday pay. They don't have to right. pay minimum wage. They don't have to pay for benefits. No. If you're an H-1B visa worker, trying to come, you're trying to get out of that, that country you're in and come to America. So you, you might, you, Be careful what you wish for. Well, there's that. <laughs> <laughs> there's that, too. But it just seems wrong. And uh, here's another, com another company just messing with it. And I hope I hope the Department of Justice really goes after these folks further. This all started in 2017 under the Protecting U.S. Workers Initiative, and they've been steadily cracking down on companies that abuse visa programs to hire cheap labor and snub skilled citizens who expect a higher, fairer wage. Uh, so, I mean, you know, we're paying an arm and a leg to educate our kids, and uh, you don't want them? I mean, it's scary, it's scary for me. I mean, I got three boys that are, you know, going through this process. You've got sons too that are going through this process or just have had graduated wouldn't it be awful if they hired a foreign, foreign worker to do the job because they're cheaper well, that happens all the time unfortunately yeah so. and, and the odd part about it is there's so many people who are borrowing money to put their kids through college using those federal loans and then the federal government is allowing companies to not hire them yeah that's crazy Ah, just disgusting. All right, let's get to your calls. We've got, uh, oh, no, it's our resident groupie, Danny. <laughs> What's going on, Danny? How about that starship? I don't know. So I, heard, I saw it was leaning inside its, its uh, t inside its. Uh, no, that's, the, that's the, next one, the next one that's supposed to go up. At, uh, it did somebody bump over. it? Did somebody bump it? <laughs> no. Apparently there was a structural problem with the cradle that it's standing on. Gotcha. But, yeah, it, uh you know, because that's from a live camera over on Padre Island. Yep. And um, that was interesting. So, good, thank God the, the doors weren't open and it didn't fall that way. But, right. But no, the one that the, the Starship Eight that flew and uh, didn't land properly. Oh, I wasn't going to bring that up. If the most important aspect of it was the flight, but it did. What, what do they call it? Uh, instead of blowing up, they call it uh, un, un, unexpected un, uh, disassembly or something. event. <laughs> oh, a scheduled event, sure. No, it's but I mean, that was a 99.9% .9 successful flight. Yes, it was. I mean, obviously, if you're an astronaut, you want the 100%. Yeah, but that thing was beautiful. <laughs> yes. Uh, the, explosion the explosion? Was beautiful, actually. <laughs> I, I, I watched the uh, video on that, and it was uh, really quite interesting. Yes. Because it showed it from takeoff when the, when the rockets fired, and then they shut down each one mm -hmm. and kind of hovered there for a while, and yep. that was pretty cool. Then they let it free fall for a while. But I think that was an accident. No, that was on purpose. Oh, was it? Okay. Yeah, no, and, that, that, you see the whole thing, the design of that, and with the flaps, <clears throat> that's so that big clunky body will only reach terminal velocity, and it'll be controllable. Nice. That's why it comes in in that belly flop 
thing. I liked when he when it was coming from the belly flop and then it went upright. It was so abrupt it looked like somebody turned a doorknob and it was stuck on the other side of the doorknob. It just like went boop. Yeah, no, it's an amazing technology. We we should. It's in a great. It's a great time. So they they just didn't uh, fire the retro rockets soon enough to slow it down enough. So well, that I think before... what, I, what I've been reading is he said they didn't have enough pressure. <clears throat> there was a malfunction. They had low pressure when they fired the engines, so they didn't get enough pressure, enough thrust built up to not crash. And if you look at any of the replays, you see that green flame and the green color. That's not supposed to be there. Yeah. You know, that's kind of like when you have a gas stove that's not getting enough oxygen. You get the orangey flame instead of the blue. Sure. So, so it just this, they got the green flame because <clears throat> they didn't have enough pressure and the mixture wasn't right. I mean, obviously, being an astronaut, you, you have to be in peak physical condition, you know, top of the class, smart as a whip. And you think about the space shuttle, and you, I, as a, just a regular person, I can, I can envision a glider gliding back down softly to land. Mm-hmm. Right. To have somebody say, well, sorry, there wasn't a pressure, boom, um, they really better get this right. I mean, you need well, to have hundreds of successful. I just think of all the things that w- did go right. Oh, yeah. Oh, I know. I mean, for the, for the first actual, you know, L- L- um, altitude flight. Yes. I mean, that was not a hop. I mean, the, all the concepts worked out, and they know. It tr- you know, his theory is, you know, you build them, you fly them, you crash them, you know what's wrong, and then you correct it, and you fly them, and you build them again, and then you crash them. You keep doing that till they don't crash. I mean, the, the Falcon crashed 15 times before they had a successful landing. Right. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. But don't, the no. important thing, the reason I called. Yes, sir. You guys are trying to distract me. <laughs> I put SD card in. Yeah, did it, did it work? Well, I, I don't know if it worked or not. I mean, it shows that it's in there. I okay. got 59.4 gigabytes on the SD card. But I thought that when I took pictures, they were as my... Uh, storage increase from my photos, yeah. my images, I thought they were automatically going to go to the SD card. Nothing um, is automatic. So I'm running I... out of storage on my 32 gigabyte with my regular storage. How do I migrate stuff over from that? That's a great question. Card? We're going to have to look it up because it's somewhere in the manual. You probably have to do some sort of setting mm-hmm. as far as where your photos go. I couldn't tell you off the top of my head because I've never taken a picture with my Galaxy S2. Yeah. Um, but there should be a way within the, the configurations to choose your storage target. Um, I just couldn't, couldn't tell you off the top of my head. I and Bob is through, you know, I don't have a lot of different options here, and I click through everything, and it doesn't seem to say anything where you transfer over. And whenever I look on Google for this, yeah. It always makes reference to like it's one with a uh, a modem in it, you know. Um, and I guess those, are, I, you know, the uh, the software, the, the the hardware in it's different, and so it doesn't have the same options. Is this a Galaxy uh, S7? Yes. Tab, S- Tab S2. 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 Okay. So we'll we'll do some googling during the break for you and okay. uh, try to find an answer for you there, Danny. As far and as how nice to do it. It was nice not to hear that negative tone with Mr. Musk in your. Oh, voice stop today. it! I love Musk. I love I know. him. I love the guy. He's he tremendous. He didn't cure cancer fast enough. Well, uh, well, hey, at the rate we're going with you know things like this uh, vaccine coming out and the technology that was used is hey, completely you know, he's different. He's involved in the vaccines too. He's he's got he's making the machines for right. that company, that German company, CureGen, that's actually printing a. a, a well, how, how, how can I explain? Look up CureGen, C-U-R-E-G-E-N, mm-hmm. and uh, he's partnered with them. He he's uh, developed and built the machines that they're using. To, they're kind of like printing vaccine. Awesome. 
Yeah, no, I'm just telling you, it's, it's a great time to be alive. We have a lot more opportunity to continue to stay alive. I so. just wish they would have got to this point sooner and I wasn't 74. I hear you. Yeah, right. <laughs> I know. You still live during a great time, Danny. Don't, I know. Don't, don't say right, you do. Guys. I'll, I'll, uh, we got a link for you, Danny. Oh, you do? Okay. Already? I'll, I'll, get, I'll, I'll go on after the show. Yes. Yep. Wow, we're good. All right, okay, Danny. Okay, thanks a lot. <laughs> you got it. Bye-bye. Our resident groupie, Danny, and Elon Musk fan. Uh, we're going to be here until 11 o'clock. Feel free to get online. We have four lines wide open for you. Yes, we are here live on a Saturday morning. I know you guys are all out doing your shopping. But if you've ever had a reason to, or needed to call in, this is a good day to do it, it seems. 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. We'll be right back. And we are back. And I don't know. Do we have anybody on the line, Bob? Why don't you check that? This is Computer Talk with Tab. We're going to be here until 11 o'clock, and Bob is refreshing our screen. There you guys are. Thank you. We just don't know (laughs) where we stand because Joey is working remotely in the Farmington studios, and we're here in the hermetically sealed studios in East Hartford. And we have an app that we have to develop so that Joey can tell us who's on the line. So we don't know. In the old days, the old days of being in the studio, which was back in – just near the end of March or beginning of March when we were back in the studio, we could actually see your calls, and I would pick up the calls. <laughs> Physically, I'd do the work. Right now, Joey's doing it for me. So I want to thank you guys. Let's get on to your calls. Mark in Plainville next. What's going on, Mark? <clears throat> yeah, I uh, had a problem with my computer. I had to bring it in, and the tech had to reprogram my operating system. All right. And then I had to reinstall my uh, printer. It's an old HP 7515 PhotoSmart. All right. And the disk that came with it only operates on Windows 8. I got Windows 10. So you need to go out to HP's site and find that PhotoSmart printer and download the Windows 10 drivers that are hopefully there for that printer. Now, I'm sure they – well, I shouldn't say I'm sure they will be. They should be there unless HP is is, uh, trying to get you to buy a new printer. By not putting oh, them there. Okay, so there's no worry about any uh, Trojans or any bugs no. coming through that, any viruses? No, if you, go to an HP, if you go to a legitimate HP website, and Bob is looking for that for you, he will try, we'll try to find the actual link for you. But those sites are completely safe, generally. Um, I mean, yes, they could have an issue if they inadvertently don't realize they've got malware on their site, but that's pretty rare. And Bob already found it for you. So you already found the, they have Windows 10 drivers for it, Bob? Yes. Yeah. Um, so that's a normal thing, and uh, we'll put the link up there for you. You can go ahead and get the driver, download it, and it should work with your new upla- newly updated Windows 10 system. Uh, where are you going to put it? Computertalkwithtab.com. It's the name of the show.com, which also works. That's where our live links are. Computertalkwithtab.com. No spaces. Right. <clears throat> it, uh, is with spelled out, or is it, that the It is spelled out. Spelled out? Okay. Oh, yeah. It'll be there for you. Hey, thanks a lot, guys. You got it, Mark. Yeah, have a good day. Bye. You too. Bye-bye. And that's a, so people are getting so nervous about malicious sites, which you should be, right? Paranoia in IT, in my opinion, is okay. And I'm getting more and more paranoid as I get older. Uh, but generally vendor sites, if you're going to a true vendor site that you found yourself, um, as long as it's not a counterfeit site, right, it would be a malicious counterfeit site that, that – those do exist, by the way. Uh, 
But generally, they, those types of sites are sent to you in an email where they try to trick you into going to them. Um, it's pretty hard to Google a malicious site uh, so far. But it's good to be cautious. Um, but most of the most 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 sites that are put out there by vendors are legitimate, so you shouldn't worry about it. Let's go on to uh, Claire in Florida next. What's going on, Claire? Are you there? I am. I'm having a little trouble hearing. <laughs> okay. Is that, is that any better? Yes, it is. Thank All you. All right. Yeah. I've had OpenDNS set up on my iPad for a long, long time, and I've you know I was listening to you this morning, and um, I I tried the Internet bad guys thing. Yeah. And it's it's telling me that it's that I it's not set up, but it is set up. So. Well, it may um, not be set up right. I don't know. I've I've got Comcast, so I have to do it. I can't do it on the router, right? They won't. It won't let me do that. It depends on your router. They might let you do that in the DHCP settings of your router. Well, uh, it's easier for me just to do it on the device. I don't know if it's been like this for a long time. I up, um, They had a, um, you know, the new iOS thing came out. Well, right. So what happens the, even there the maybe is the is iOS... It could have it could have replaced your your DNS settings uh, on your but iPad. But the settings are there still. All right. What what, are, what is your DNS settings that you're using for Open DNS? Can you see them? Two zero eight. You mean that? Yeah. 208.67.220.220 and 208.67.222.222. A nice job. So I agree with you. You do have it set up. So the internet bad guys test there um, may be more for those folks who have actually put in the um, email piece where you um, can configure your account to protect you from malicious sites because you do have the proper um, DNS settings. So I agree with you, but that test may not give you what you need. I'm trying to get back to uh, where where I was. I didn't think I was getting the right message when I do that internet. It's as if I, um, if you were using OpenDNS, real phishing sites would be blocked. It says. So that's that's the correct that message. Me it's not using it. No, that's the correct message. Well, that's the correct message for someone who's not using it. But I All think right, you well, are in place. Yeah. So hang on, Claire. Can you hold over uh, the break? We got to go to news. Yeah. Okay. All right. We'll put you on hold and get back to Claire and talk about this. It's important. To, it's it's a great question, right? I put in the security. How do I know it's working? <laughs> and then the fact that she's checking it is tremendous. So we'll explain it to her after this break. This is Computer Talk. We'll be right back. Stick around, John and Dale. We'll get to your calls after the news too. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.